ignition sequence start. Everything. Everything. Sounds. Sounds. This is Everything Sounds. I'm Craig Shank. I'm George Drake Jr. And this is Everything Sounds. The Galapagos Tortoise. You've probably seen these guys on TV or in books. They're huge. They weigh about 500 pounds, and they live for a really long time, some about 150 years. However, the Galapagos tortoise is one of the faces of animal extinction. Over the centuries, it's estimated that 100,000 of them have been killed for food, their shells, and what's known as turtle oil. There's no way to know how many there are left exactly, but it's estimated that 15,000 remain in the entire world. Now, sorry if I'm bringing you down. It's actually related to a fun story. I promise. Craig Bummer Shank. Well, you know, my parents had a uh, sixth sense of humor. (laughs) The London Zoo has five of these tortoises, one male and four female. The ladies are Dolores, Dolly, Priscilla, and Polly. And the lonesome guy? He's named Dirk. Seeing that the numbers of these tortoises are dwindling, the London Zoo teamed up with Richard Claterman, who's a French pianist, to see if they could help resolve the issue while at the same time raising awareness about the shrinking population. So around Valentine's Day, they attempted to make some magic happen. And by magic, I mean they tried to ignite some magic between Dirk and his special lady friends. At 70 years old, you may think that Dirk would have a little trouble with, you know, doing his thing. but. Again, at 7 years old, Dirk is still pretty young. Right, Dirk's probably got about, what, 75, 80 years left? Yeah, he's, he's still got it going on. Not bad. Anyway, Richard played the piano for the whole day. Dolores, Dolly, Priscilla, Polly, and Dirk in their environment were observed to see if music would encourage Dirk to, you know, get frisky. But unfortunately, nothing swayed him. And that's what we'll be talking about today. Wait. Really? What? Talking about the the tortoises doing the... the oh, thi- no, ooh, good point. Okay. Um, no, we're not. We're talking about music. So we'll be talking about the calming or relaxing effects that music can have on us as humans, not as tortoises. Okay, that's better. There's a song that scientists warn people not to listen to while they're driving because it actually might make them relax too much. The song is called Weightless, and it was commissioned by Radox, which is a UK bath gel brand, to accompany their products. This is Max Owens. He's a producer I met when we got our masters in radio together in England. He's going to help us out today in breaking the song down and figuring out what exactly makes it so relaxing. And for that, I travel to Rahampton University in southwest London to talk to this woman. My name's Liz Cooper, and I am a principal of the British Academy of Sound Therapy and Soundworks. There were actually four major players when creating Weightless. There was Radox, who commissioned the song, Liz and the British Academy of Sound Therapy, who helped craft the song, a band called Marconi Union who wrote and performed the song, and My Lab International who tested the song to see its effects. Okay, so Radox commissioned this thing. They make, what, soap or bath gels? Seems kind of weird for a bath company to spend money on something like this. Actually, I wanted the same thing, but it turns out to make a little bit more sense than you'd think. Radox figured that they had an upper hand being a bath gel brand as opposed to an actual spa. And since people weren't frequenting spas as often as they used to, their idea was to 
bring the spa straight into people's homes. So the idea was to, in, in a cash-strapped sort of recession society, you know, not everybody can afford to go to, to the spa. So how can you do that at home? So, you you, you know, you get your bubbles and, and, and you get in your bath and you put your candles on and you, you listen to Weightless and, and, and that's going to allow you to drift into another realm. So one day Radox contacted Liz wondering if she'd like to be part of a project. It was a pretty simple request. Well, my brief was to create the most relaxing track ever. <laughs> That's basically what they asked me to do. Radox had done their research and based upon the work that Liz and her team had done in the past, they knew Liz was going to be a good fit. And uh, they wanted somebody who was able to actually be as a professional sound worker, if you like, uh, to be able to put sonic vitamins as I call them into a piece of music sonic vitamins what what are those uh, they're specific parts of a song that lend themselves to helping someone relax for instance one thing in the piece is what Liz defined as an octave that helps promote safety wait an octave that helps promote safety is that a real thing oh yeah but uh, in the song, it kind of sounds more like a drone. So it was the idea was almost holding that person in those that octave sound in the middle of that octave sound and taking them on this this kind of sonic journey, this soundscape that that just kind of drifts through. There's also a perfect fifth. You guys know what that is, right? <laughs> no, I do not. All right, I'm pretty sure I do. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's an interval between notes. If you're at the piano working in the C major scale, which is only the white keys, you hold down the first note in that scale, C. Then you hold down G, which is the fifth note in that major scale. And when you play them together, you get the perfect fifth. Exactly. And uh, the same works for D major, F major... G major, and so on. There's a perfect fifth uh, in there as well, which has been as known to be very almost at the antidepressant. It's the Prozac of the music world. Uh, so that that was going through the piece. Now, there's one thing that everyone associates with relaxation and meditation that Marconi Union kind of put their own spin on. Very similar to like a very deep om sound, like the Tibetan monks would chant somewhere in the in the mountains. And uh, Marconi Union brought this very whirring kind of sound which comes in, which is quite soporific. All right, let's line up our ducks. We have the safety octave the perfect fifth, and the chanting monks. Are there any other sonic vitamins, or is that it? Well, there's one more, and it's probably the most important one. Huh. Any ideas? I thought we covered all the bases. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I, I can't think of anything else that would fit. I'll give you a hint. What, a heartbeat? Yep. There's a heartbeat in the song? Well, no, it's a drum, but it's throughout the whole song. And it begins at 60 beats per minute, which is the average person's resting heart rate. So the drum is mimicking the heart rate of someone who's listening to it? You're on the right track, but it goes even further. We know, for example, that using the principle of entrainment, that we can uh, relax and slow a person's heart rate down. Entrainment? What is that? Entrainment is a kind of strange thing to explain, but... Just know it's literally everywhere around you. It's a universal uh, law of physics. Uh, so, for example, the 
the tides in train to the moons, um, gravitational pull, uh, clocks, uh, pendulum clocks will uh, eventually entrain to each other and swing at very similar rates. So um, it's a well-known uh, force, if you like. And so what happens is brain waves, heart rate, breathing, uh, blood pressure will, and even in, in, in studies are now showing that um, the limbic systems of the brain, when two or more people get together, will entrain to each other. So there's, there's, there's this, this kind of brainwave sync that goes on. So during the song, it actually slows from 60 beats per minute down to 50 per minute. And then back up again to 60. So it's kind of lulling that person into very deep state and then bringing them back at the end. So now we have all of the parts of the song. It's about 8 minutes and 10 seconds long and my lab, the people who did the study on it, mentioned, uh, Craig, you, I think you said this earlier, they warned that if you're driving, you shouldn't listen to it. I listened to it on the bus on my way to meet Liz and I almost fell asleep. That's actually a good thing to bring up, Max. We should actually point that out. There's a reason we haven't played it yet. Just in case you are driving, we don't want you to crash and have it be our fault. We'll play the first 15 to 20 seconds of the song so you know what it's about, but we'll chime in every now and then just to make sure you're still awake. Make sure you're not sleeping. Try to stay awake. Don't close your eyes. Don't even think about putting your end down. Don't even try. Are you sleeping? And okay, that's plenty. So we've established why the song was made, what it sounds like, and what all of the sonic vitamins are. I'm wondering how it tested against other relaxing activities. So Max, what exactly was it put up against? Well, they put it up against 16 other songs, but also taking a walk and uh, drinking a cup of tea, obviously, because we're in Britain, and uh, getting a massage. Okay, before you tell us anything else, I'm going to cast my vote, and I'm going to say that um, it was more relaxing than all of the other songs, because, you know, why else would they make it? And then in order from least to most relaxing, I think a walk, and then tea, then the song, followed by the massage. Craig, what do you think? I think you're mostly right, but I'd put the tea at the very end. I mean, it's hot. Sometimes you burn your mouth on it. And personally, I don't like tea that much. So that's my least relaxing. Well, that's just bad testing. That's why you're not a scientist. <sighs> well, I, okay, yeah, I, I'm biased, but I'd rather just drink water or juice. I mean, you guys can continue to argue about this if you like, or I could just tell you the results. Oh, yeah, that works too. All right, go ahead. <laughs> okay, well, you guys were kind of right. Weightless was more relaxing than all the other songs. So out of curiosity, what songs were second and third, and which one was dead last? Well, second and third were both tied, actually. So um, second was Electra by Airstream. Okay, yeah, that, that one's pretty relaxing. Yeah. Uh, followed by Coldplay's Strawberry Swing. Yeah, okay, I can see that being third. Uh, second to last was Mozart's Canzonita Solaria. Solaria. 
Or, as many know it, that's actually the song from Shawshank Redemption. Oh, yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, last place by a huge margin was Katie Melua's Nine Million Bicycles. Ooh, that's, that's not relaxing at all. Oh, you are correct. Yeah, it's a bit of a sore thumb. But overall, Weightless was 11% more relaxing than any of the other songs. 11%'s pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. And actually, the music performed better than all of the other options. So, better than everything else. Nothing beat it. Nope. It was the best. Okay, so if the songs performed at the top of the list, where did everything else fall into place then? Well, to start off with, Weightless was more relaxing than a nice warm cup of tea. Yeah, I kind of saw that one coming. I knew it. Yeah, well, the tea caused a 16% decrease in stress levels in relation to heart rate. And uh, the song had a 18.6% decrease. I can only imagine what's coming up next. Well, take that same number, the 18.6%, and compare that to the 7% decrease in stress levels from taking a walk. A walk? Well, what about the massage? How does that compare? I'm getting there. Okay. Overall, they found that the song was 6% more relaxing than a massage. More relaxing than a massage? How does that even work? There's one important distinction. Uh, which I will read to you. Whilst the massage was enjoyed by all participants, it induced greater EDA levels and unsteady respiration rates, indicating levels of stimulation rather than relaxation. Okay, well, that makes sense, but what are EDA levels? Um, Well, they measure stress levels and excitation levels in the body. They basically uh, trigger mental stimulation. Okay, so what was important was how they were feeling during the activity, but not after. Yeah, precisely. That's what they were measuring. So to recap, we've got this song that is more relaxing than a walk, a cup of tea, and a massage. And at least 16 other songs. Right. Yeah, that too. So what, job well done? Liz and the others just wipe their hands and walk away? Well, yeah, but not really. Their work with Weightless was finished, but Liz thinks that making the song was just a first step in the process. She thinks that the song could be a kind of trial run to see how relaxing a song can be. I think there's certainly a lot more future development and, and certainly, you know, we want to work on, on more, you know, music as medicine, if you like, um, you know, more pieces. Uh, and, and like I say, being an electronic piece, I think it was, uh, incre- they did an incredibly good job with it. And, and you know, as Mind Lab obviously found out. Um, so that was that was a good that was a good surprise really, um, but I certainly think that there's there's so much more that we can do with it. And not only that, the British Academy of Sound Therapy makes their own songs using their own instruments. They're just a little bit more traditional, like gongs, drums, um, this thing called a singing bowl. And what Liz wanted to see is that if they can create a song live using those instruments that actually rivals the relaxation caused by Weightless. Just to see, just to compare, um, because obviously even though, um, you know, any recording, even of the the instruments that we play is still going to be digitised, you know, at the end of the day. So um, there has been research Obviously, this is one small piece, but there's been a lot more research about digital music, and um, and it's still being quite effective at you know, altering neurology and 
physiology. Um, but it would be really good to see, to do a comparison and just and really to see the other live sounds even more beneficial than um, you know recorded sounds. Liz explained to me that sound isn't very quick. If you taste something or you smell something, it's likely to have an immediate effect on your neurology and physiology, but sound works in a different way. She said that if you meditate, you'll relax. But if you add a song like Weightless to your meditation, your body will relax more quickly. The music gives your mind something to focus on. But it goes a little bit further than that. When trying to evoke similar feelings, the effects from sound actually last longer than the effects from other senses. Many people think of sound as just simply a sense, but people like Liz see it as much more than that. Sound has properties just like the touch of a massage or the smell of a scented candle. It can be used for healing. Um, but we don't actually know why. Fully yet. <laughs> so the mystery is still is still there, which is lovely, I think. We know it does um, have profound effects. I mean, we've worked with people that have literally made life-changing recoveries from, from life-limiting symptoms and illnesses, you know, just with, just with sonic prescriptions, um, you know, not with any medication at all. Not that medication obviously is important with certain conditions, but, you know, I think that we'll go on to discover that music really can be a form of medicine. You can find out more about the British Academy of Sound Therapy, Marconi Union, MindLab International, and Radox at our website, everythingsounds.org. And there you can also listen to the full version of Weightless by Marconi Union, but again, Make sure you're not driving when you decide to listen to it, just to be safe. And if you're a part of a social network, be sure to find us there as well. We're at facebook.com slash everything sounds, and you can tweet us at evsounds, that's E-V sounds. We're also on Tumblr and SoundCloud. Get in touch, ask us any questions you have, and share anything that you find interesting with us. We take inspiration from just about everywhere, and we've gotten some great ideas from you in the past. And of course, a special thanks to Max Owens for his help on today's episode. You can find links to his work at our website as well. Again, it's everythingsounds.org. Thanks for listening. Until next week, I'm Craig Shank. And I'm George Drake Jr. This has been Everything Sounds. Find out more about the podcast at everythingsounds.org. Connect with Everything Sounds on Facebook and also on Twitter.